Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. If you are ready to be a fly on the wall for some deep and delicious conversation, then you're in the right place. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds and empowering our black minds to go deeper, touching on topics that most people may not think to think about. And we do this with everyday real people who are just trying to make a difference in the world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, Master NLP and Hypnosis Practitioner and Trainer, Author, Speaker and Coach and the Founder of the Black Mind Garden Community. I'm here to motivate, empower and inspire you to be powerfully in the driver's seat of your mind and think outside the box so you can have the deepest experience of joy, success, freedom and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Okay, y'all, let's get meta. All right, you all, welcome back to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. I'm super excited. Man, I tell you what, I've been having some really great guests on in the past couple of weeks, months since starting this podcast. I can't even believe that, what is this, June, when at the time of this recording, it's June-ish, July, I think it's June-ish. And um, I've only had the podcast for about four months and I've had the most amazing conversation. And today is no different. Um, today, we are talking about owning your authentic self in your business. So for you entrepreneurs out there listening, this is for you. And if you're not an entrepreneur, if you're not a business owner, this is still for you because there is such a thing called intrapreneurship. And if you are in your role, you have a contribution to your team. And so even if you're not a business owner, you want to listen to this conversation because it's all about being your authentic self. And my guest today is Andrea Freeman of Andrea Freeman Consulting. You know, I make friends fast and we actually met on the wonderful social media, um, Facebook actually, and connected. It was instant connection because we share passion for mindset. We share passion for authenticity and for full self-expression. So I want to welcome Andrea. Thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing so great. It's so good to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show with us. I know that your contribution is going to be amazing. So I really like to start out our conversation by just having you formally introduce yourself, saying what you do, and really kind of telling a little bit of your story about how you came to be where you are now. Yeah, sure. So I am a mindful business coach. And what that means is that I work with entrepreneurs to help them to scale their businesses so they can have the financial freedom, right, that comes with multi six and seven figure businesses, but really so that they can create businesses that feel as good as they look, like feel as good on the inside as they look on the outside, right? So I help them to be able to align with their own authentic thought leadership, to be able to step into visibility, and to be able to own the full 
scope of their power so they can shine their light really brightly and serve the world with their gifts. So that's like the juicy stuff of what I love doing. And how I got to that is, I mean, it's a lifelong journey, I think. I've been working towards this since, I mean, I started my first business when I was 12 and... um, I never really stopped. I've I've had business after business. I mean, I guess some people would call me a serial entrepreneur. I never looked at myself that way. It was just the next passion project. Yeah. Um, so I've just stepped into, you know, further and further owning my gifts as someone who's passionate about business ownership and what that makes available. Mm-hmm. Because I think that business ownership is kind of a personal development tool discussion guys does a business pursuit. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I was just having the conversation um, the other day about, you know, the fact that, you know, being a business owner, entrepreneurship is no joke. It, it takes a different mindset. It takes grit you know? And so, yeah, absolutely. I love the way you frame that. It's a personal development tool (laughs) disguised as a business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so I've done all of these different businesses and I've also had, you know, worked for other people. I worked for one of the world's largest leadership development companies. Like I was a public school teacher. So there are things in my professional career in having worked for other organizations that have really helped me get here. It's just that now I find myself in this place where I'm able to really pull it all together Mm. all of those passions that I had all of those little like inklings that I decided to try being a teacher because I was interested in something right like there was a little calling and I feel like I put all those little callings together Mm -hmm. and now I get to use it all to serve to serve business owners and, and to serve the world so um, but I'm also a mom. I'm also a wife. I live 90 miles north of New York City in the Hudson Valley of area of New York. So if anybody knows that area, that's where I am. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I wear all the hats. I juggle all the roles. And, you know, and especially in the pandemic, we've been really balancing <laughs> more yes. than ever. So So it's been an interesting time to be a business owner, for sure. Yes. Well, you know, one of the things I loved about what you said is this piece of taking all the mini callings and putting them into your big calling, you know? Mm -hmm. And that is to me, what I hear in that is having all these various levels, various um, aspects of expression that you've experienced, all these various things that, you know, you've sort of discovered over time that you've loved, really morphing that into your full purpose. And what I want to say about that is for those of you who are listening and you're thinking, well, I haven't quite found that, that purpose yet. If you're, if you're finding these little things, like, you know, you talked about serial entrepreneurship, but that was just a pathway. You are writing your story. And that's what I hear that you did. It's just like you, you taken all these wonderful passions and put them into your big passion. Now you're at full self-expression impacting the world in the way you want to. It's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that it's really like purpose. And I feel like these days, especially in business ownership, there's a lot of talk about purpose and our why. And and I love that that is happening. I think it's a necessary thing. I think that there's kind of like a, a little bit of a divine feminine that's coming into the business ownership space. And I love that. And for, it can also start to feel like a little heavy and a little like intense. So like people are, oh my gosh, I got to find my why. I got to figure out my why, right? Yeah, yeah. I got to find I my purpose on this earth. Yeah. Yeah, 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 get intense. 
But I really think that it's an unfolding, like that our job is to just lean into what brings us joy, what brings us satisfaction, like what are the things that I could do all day and I'm completely excited and lit up and passionate and I can't wait to get up and do it again tomorrow. Those are hints, those are clues. And I feel like our life experience is constantly leaving us clues. Our job is to just open up to being able to receive them. Mm-hmm. I love that. And one of the things that, you know, inside of that is being open to allowing it to be multiple things. So, you know, like I've had my first career, which was my medical career. And then I transitioned into coaching and burnout, which is I, I consider my second career, which morphed into coaching around career transition, which morphed into what I do now, which is the NLP training. So I laugh at myself when people ask me, well, what do you do? (laughs) Because I feel like I kind of have to go through the entire thing so they understand that it's okay to change careers multiple times if you need to. Now, I'm an ex-gen, right? And our parents were baby boomers whose mindset was get a job, work for 60 years, then retire. One career, Uh right? which didn't leave much for full self-expression or authenticity, right? We, the ex-gen, woke up in the middle of that doing what our parents told us to do and said, hold up, this is not working. We don't have to stay on this train. So now here we go grappling and that's where multiple careers comes in. But I think there could be a sense of guilt and and I'd love your feedback on this, a sense of guilt for people who like want to step out of employeeship and into entrepreneurship, a sense of guilt of having spent all this time, maybe even all this money and dedicated all of this towards a degree or a path and then getting off and then getting on to go to somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I think we're all in evolution and I don't think that we're meant to do one of anything forever. So I think that there's some freedom in that, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when I was 25 and I was a public school teacher and I was like pretty clear pretty quickly, I mean, I was in the public school for probably like three weeks and I was like, oh, this is not a fit for me. I'm not supposed to be here. For me, I got really nervous because my parents had paid for me to go to college, right? So to tell them that I spent all this time, all these years in school, that they spent all this money and I'm not going to do it seemed like such a significant and almost hurtful thing to have to share with them. Mm -hmm. If I had the uh, ability to do it again, I would probably have not taken that part of it so seriously, like so intensely because... It has all served me. Going to school for education, being able to design curriculum, being able to understand and assess like really quickly where people are, where they want to go, how to get them there, how to bridge that gap, the knowledge, the learning, the prime background, like all of that stuff that I learn, I use it completely. I used it as a caterer, actually. I used it as an event planner. I used it as a coach. I've used it for all of these different expressions that I've had. Yeah. I just definitely had that wake up call at 25 that I wasn't willing to settle for one thing, like the pension wasn't worth it for me. 
and that I deserve to be happy, not someday, mm -hmm. but every day. Mm -hmm. And I remember actually visiting at the time, my grandfather was very sick. He had um, stage four lymphoma. And so I was in the hospital with him visiting and I said, I'm going to leave teaching. And mm -hmm. he said, well, you know, why are you leaving teaching? And I said, I'm just going to follow my bliss. I know I deserve to be happy. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me and he was like, okay, Joseph Campbell, <laughs> <laughs> you go do that. That's hilarious. <laughs> and of course, like, I mean, 25, I was like running home and like, who's Joseph Campbell? Right. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what he was talking about. But I just knew like sometimes you just have a sense that there is something else for you, something bigger, something bigger inside of you mm -hmm. to share, some bigger impact that you want to make, mm -hmm. like some other way that you want to touch lives or just enjoy the work that you do. And if you're honest with yourself about that mm -hmm. and you're willing to lean into that your life is meant to be joyful, mm. it can uncover a lot, a lot, a lot. And quite honestly, it gives permission to people around you to do mm -hmm. the same. Because why I was so locked into that I need to do something for the rest of my life mm -hmm. is Everyone else around me had done something for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. They were, you know, I don't want to say settling, but they were doing the thing that they had been kind mm -hmm. of taught to do. Mm -hmm. And they weren't necessarily all turning to their heart, to the mm -hmm. internal voice mm -hmm. for the answer. Right. And I think more than anything that we all come with our own answers built in. Mm -hmm. And if we develop the practices to be able to quiet down and listen to those internal callings, mm -hmm. we are receiving guidance all the time. Absolutely. That's everything that is my NL, like the NLP aspect of what I do is about, right? The unconscious mm -hmm. mind is that, that connection to deeper self, but also connection to higher self. Like it allows you the quiet, the space to get quiet and connect with whatever that thing is that's larger than you. Um, that, that gives you the messages of what to do next, that intuition. And, mm. you know, I love um, what you said about the fact that we're always evolving and we're always writing our story. It's interesting because, you know, I look at as a 46 year old woman, um, some of my younger counterparts who are like twenties and early thirties getting this stuff. Right. And I said to a young lady yesterday, who's coming on to train with me, who says, I said to her, she's 25 and getting ready to leave her corporate job has built a, a real estate, you know, empire that's making more money already than her current job. And she gets paid a nice salary. Mm. And I'm like, girl, if I had known what you know, back then, right. Yeah. And then, but, but uh, uh, you know, I feel like I say God's timing is the right timing, right? So if I had not gone through everything that I've gone through, including growing up with a, a sort of a traumatic childhood, you know, experiencing some mental health struggle, um, burning out in residency, you know, starting my own practice in the, in the, like a year before the, um, not the pandemic, the, the recession of 2008, a year mm. before that, you know, like building a business through the recession and then deciding to chunk all that and, you know, and understanding that um, it's all part of my story. Like if all that stuff didn't happen, 
I don't have a, a story to tell of, of success and testimony that leads into the purpose of my expression of what I'm doing now. And that's yeah. really what I heard and what you were saying, like all of the things, all of the things that you've acquired, the knowledge you've acquired, the skills that you've acquired, the lessons that you have learned, they pour in to what you're doing now. And so for those who are listening, you know, I always like to say, um, whatever you're doing, you're supposed to be doing it right now. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when it's time, give yourself permission to take that step away from what everybody else says you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you're someone who's open to doing the mindset work and the spiritual work. I mean, if you are that kind of person, like, then you are open to growing and developing and evolving already. Mm -hmm. It just makes perfect sense that you are at some point in time probably going to outgrow Mm -hmm. something that you created. And that's really okay because there's Mm -hmm. something else that's out there for you to grow into and to expand into and to be able to express newly in the world so I mean I think it's such a gift I think it makes life really interesting it doesn't make life easy (laughs) but it makes life interesting yes well you know I I wonder for you what you see in terms of like the biggest obstacles when people are coming your way, especially because you do like the, the you do deal with the mind as I deal with the mind, mm-hmm. what are some of the obstacles and the, the self, um, I would say self-deprecating conversations that go on that hold people back? And, and how do you take your people through uh, conquering those and eliminating those? Yeah, yeah. So I dealt with this actually on a really um, personal level in my own business as an event planner. Mm -hmm. And I developed what I call the host your life method because I had a chance when I was an event planner, to I was doing celebrity, very high level, very high profile events. And Mm -hmm. so being around these really high performers all the time gave me a chance to see like how aligned they are. I don't necessarily think that everybody always thinks of celebrities as a brand, Mm -hmm. but they definitely are. And how much they pull from their own, like exactly Mm -hmm. who they are and shine that in the world Mm -hmm. is really, really impressive to me. Or at least I was around a lot of enlightened celebrities. Like, I mean, I was super fortunate. So I got to start to kind of pull that way of being into my own business. And I realized that you can be kind of in one of two places in the world. Mm -hmm. You can kind of go through life as like a guest at a party to use, you know, event planning metaphor here. Mm -hmm. And when you're a guest, like you don't get to have a say in the music or who's invited or the food that's served, right? Mm -hmm. Like you take what's offered. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's amazing, but sometimes you want something that's more uniquely yours, more Mm -hmm. ownership. And that Mm -hmm. is to be the host in life. And when you're the host, you do get to create something that's an authentic representation of you, Mm -hmm. right? So to be a host, what I say is that you have to be kind of checking off these boxes. The H means that you honor your why. You have to have some clear direction or some clear purpose. Mm -hmm. That then you need to own who you truly are. So that's the O, right? You have to be willing to dial into all of who you are, not keep at arm's length any Mm -hmm. part of yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a 
process, right? Like you're like starting to open up to it. And then there's some other thing that you realize that you're keeping out, right? So that's Mm -hmm. always an unfolding. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like peeling back those layers of the onion that they say in, in, you know, the work of transformation. There's always a new layer to get to. Yes, absolutely. So, so that's a really active process. And the thing that helps us be able to do that work and pull back those layers is to shift our perspective, to be Mm -hmm. willing to cultivate the practices and the habits Mm -hmm. to be able to shine our light more brightly. Right. And then ultimately, when you do all of that work, when you, you know, are really clear about who you are, why you do what you do, the way you do it, and what makes you unique, Mm -hmm. You end up in this place that is very full, that is very like almost overflowing to share your gifts with the world. And from there, you take inspired action. Mm -hmm. So you get out there in the world and you're creating not from a place of lack or scarcity or like traditional goal setting where so many entrepreneurs operate from, right? I don't have X, Y, and Z. I want to have that. Let me figure out like effort, force, push, Mm -hmm. right? All Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. Instead, really based in abundance and pushing from a place of generosity to share what you have to offer with the world. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. There was a part that really stuck out to me you know, the own who you are. And I think there is, um, I mean, I love the the whole entire thing. And I think why that really jumped into my heart is, um, is because, um, you, you know, we, we do tend to, uh, we, we do tend to push the parts of ourselves that we think nobody should see away. Right. And so, yeah. yeah, And so I just think that was just, that was just amazing. So now, you know, we could talk about this all day long. Yes, we could. You know, (laughs) we could talk about this all day long and perhaps it would be fitting for us to maybe have another discussion about this, a part two, like I often invite (laughs) my people on. So what I'd like for you to do is for the um, listeners Talk about how they can find you, how they can get in touch with you. What do you have coming up that they might want to be a part of? Yeah, yeah. So I have a couple of things. I have a podcast if anybody's interested in checking out um, The Upleveled Entrepreneur. And I, inside of my private Facebook group, which is The Uplevel Collective, I do free live trainings, you know, like basically on a monthly basis. So the next one that we have coming up is called the Podcast Powerhouse Masterclass. And that's all about stepping into visibility and being able to own your authentic thought leadership. There's a lot of training about how to create your thought leadership, that thing that makes you as a brand like inimitable, just like unable to be copied and completely unique so that you can start to shine your light and highlight exactly what you have to offer and magnetically attract your soulmate clients. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we will have all of this information in the show notes, you all. And if you're watching the video in the description, so please go check out Andrea, go get with her masterclass and any last words that you want to leave for our audience. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I say let your business evolution, your personal evolution fuel your business revolution. That is definitely one of the things that I operate by. And it's really been a guiding light for me. So for anybody who's interested in doing the work and stepping into their authenticity to take things to the next level in their business, who you're being, that's your access. All right. All right. All right. Well, you heard her, Andrea Freeman of Andrea Freeman Consulting. Um, Go check her out. We thank you so much for having this conversation. And you all thank you for listening. Um, You know, we are on every Wednesdays with our guests. And if you like this episode, please share it as well as leave a comment or review so that people know that coming behind you that this is a transformational conversation happening here. And so everyone, you all have a great rest of the day. Have a great rest of the week and we will see you on the next episode. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as we did. Remember to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we release a new episode. Also, this is truly a movement for us, and I'm committed that this message reaches the masses. However, I am clear that it is you, our listeners, who help us to grow. So if you like this podcast, I would love and appreciate if you'd let us know. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and then share it with just three of your friends. We want to expand our reach and bring transformation to all of our brothers and sisters out there who are still seeking more freedom, purpose, and peace of mind in their lives. And finally, if you want to learn more about how to join our community, it's simple. Go to www.mindremappingnation.com. And if you're interested in learning more about NLP and hypnosis and how you can learn and train with us, consider looking at our upcoming classes. You can read more about that at remapmymind.com or schedule directly if you want more deep work at remapmymind.today. As always, we love and appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Namaste.